So um, we don't get to meet at church and we don't get to see your faces here. Anybody wants to show their faces? I I sometimes don't want to show my face, but anyways. So um, we thank God for today um, and how far he has brought us. Um, it has been by his grace alone that we are still alive. Today, um, I, just, I just took a, a very simple topic, but in trying to get ready for it, I got really amazed at what I found and what some of the coincidences are. So I'm going to try and relay that message. Very, very simple topic, which says good deeds by Christians. I mean, good deeds. I don't know if I'm mentioning it, uh, saying it well for you to understand in my African accent, but let me type it. What I meant to say is good deeds. Okay, so um, I took my uh, verse from Revelation 19, seven to eight. And let me tell you about this. Um, I want us all to know that, you know, when we meet here, God is here. It's, my heart fills up with some something, you know, and we don't want to take this lightly because the Bible says that wherever we meet, God is there. Two or three meets, God is in their midst. So there's no doubt. And what I just want to say that we want to remind ourselves that really God is here. You know, um, last two weeks, Olivia talked about the uh, Matthew 22, right? And that was about the bride. Um, the parable of the um, of the wedding feast, and um, interestingly, even though my topic is not about that, my 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 Bible uh, quotation is almost like the same. I was like, wow! But before I go on to, I wanted to also say that um, I think a few weeks ago. Uh, Kevin did a uh, teaching on uh, being filled with the spirit or something about the spirit, right? Uh, and that before that Sunday, we had actually talked, we, the, myself and the ladies, all the girls on the, we had talked about being filled with the spirit. So when we came on Sunday and that was his topic, I was like, wow, are these all coincidences or what? You know, the only reason why I chose my topic is because when Olivia talked about it, I, I thought that it's very important that we know how to live as Christians. It is not easy. It is only by the mercies and grace of God that he will help us to do the, the needful, you know? So it's not like um, we can always be perfect. No, if we become perfect, then um, we, we fail to be human beings. But I think God wants us to try and do more, put a lot more effort in it, okay? There is no doubt. There is no doubt that we are in the end times. 
and sometimes um, it feels as if it um, it feels as if it is like a dream, okay? Because we are living through it. We are living through it. So I pray that whatever we are going to discuss today, very simple, good deeds of a Christian. What we have, how we have to live our lives, how we have to separate our lives from the unbelievers, you know. And um, a lot of the unbelievers also are living some, are doing some good deeds. So no question about it. But as Christians, we have that um, mandate to be able to step up and live live up to what God's expectation is. Okay. Shall we that bow down our heads in prayer so that God will help us understand where we are all? Uh, our Father in heaven, we thank you uh, for a time like this. We thank you that you have brought us together again. It is not by our minds. It is not by an accident that we are here. It is by your will and it is by the purpose of your, um, your mighty hands. Father, we thank you that we are going to discuss something very simple, but it might make a big difference in our lives as far as you are concerned. Father, we thank you for spiritual understanding. We thank you for divine understanding. We thank you for uh, wisdom for us to understand it deeper and deeper so we'll be able to live our lives the way that you want us to live. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, um, my um, main uh, scripture is from Revelation. Revelation um 19, 7, and 8. So let me quickly read a very, very um, short message. So it says that Revelation 19, verse 7 and 8. It says that, Let us be glad and rejoice and honor him. For the time has come for the wedding feast of the Lamb, and his bride has prepared herself. She is permitted to wear the finest white linen. And I am going to um I'm, I'm going to focus on the white linen. Okay. That is very important because in these end times, uh, we want to focus on how we live. Like I told you, we are no perfect Christians around the world, but God wants us to make the effort to live like that. And Olivia talked about it last two weeks. You know, the parable of the uh, the wedding feast. And for some reason, I came across this one trying to talk about good deeds, which, of course, relate to what she did, she, 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 she talked about. And then I find this verse, and I'm like, oh, wow, what a coincidence, right? Anyways, so this verse also talks about um, the wedding feast. And her quotation was from Matthew, okay, Matthew 22, and this one is Revelation. So what a coincidence, anyway. So um, there is no doubt in my mind, and there's no doubt in your mind, that we are all in the end times. The Bible talks about end times in Matthew 24. And I believe that if you have not read Matthew 24, you want to go back and read it. You know, I'm not going to talk about end times here. I'm going to talk about good deeds. But 
the reason why I'm talking about that is because there, there have been a lot of indication as to um, what the Bible said in um, Matthew 24. When Jesus said, Jesus talked about these things. Jesus talked about false prophets. Okay? He talked about wars against nations. He talked about Christ, he talks about Christian being hated by other religion. And all these are happening. Okay? If you don't see it here, it's actually happening. Uh, we have Nigeria. We have them killing all the Christians. They just bump into churches and they kill the Christians mercilessly. Uh, we have um, wars against nations, a nation against nations. And all these things are happening. He talked about it. And he just didn't talk about it yesterday. So this, he talked about it a long time ago. So for these things to happen now, it means that it is not a dream. If you go into the Bible really well, you will realize that we have deep stuff that are going on, you know, that are going on. And these things are not a dream. Um, sometimes we tend to live through it and mind our own business. But that is not enough as Christians, okay? So, um, Revelation 19 is saying that she, the Lord who has prepared uh, the wedding feast of the Lamb, uh, uh, he said that, and his bride has prepared herself. She is permitted to wear finest white linen. When we talk about the finest white linen, in my Bible, it says that fine linen represents the good deeds done by people of God. The good deeds. Okay? So, in this case, if you guys remember two weeks ago, what was preached? Good deeds by Christians. It means that we cannot live anyhow. It, it's not easy, but the Bible requires us to have a white linen do our due diligence to be good in everything that we, we do. And you guys will confirm with me that um, there's a lot of things going on and a lot of strategy that the devil is using. And it looks as if the devil is actually in control of a lot of things, okay? In control of a lot of things so it shows that we are in bad times we are in bad times and I want to emphasize that these things were said in the Bible long ago and it's happening if we realize that the devil or the dark side doesn't even care nowadays they just have an open show of everything then we know that hey we, there's really trouble very close to us. They have control. They have control over our TV stations. They have control. I'm not saying that they are all, they are devilish, but you have to know that a whole lot of the things that happen are being controlled by the devil. And these things just didn't happen. It's been going on. And so we as Christians, we want to set ourselves apart. We want to differentiate. We want to descend. Okay, we, we all know that the demonic world, and when I say the demonic world, it's not like I'm making it up. The demonic world 
no more is hiding their schemes and strategies. Okay? They can do anything openly. And this shows that um, the end that the end is near. And when we say the end is near, I want to explain it to you that it can take a thousand years because it has been like that for the end to come. The Bible says that no one knows the day. That is very true. But at the same time, even though we have it, but they could take a thousand years, we might not have a thousand years. We might not have tomorrow. And that is where it, we come in. We have to watch out and see how we are living our lives. Okay? So I just want to talk about a few very simple deeds, the things that we we can live, where we can work to make sure that um, we are living well. As far as the Bible says that um, the fine linen that the Bible is talking about is our good deeds. We cannot say that we are Christians and live anyhow, live anyhow, lie anyhow, go anywhere anyhow, do anything anyhow. Like he said, we never know when the hour will come. And the hour can come for anybody, anytime. Okay, that's scary. That is scary. So, and even today, like I'm saying that when we talk about the end times, we know, because we even have people on media, social media saying that they, saying it openly, that they've sold their soul to the devil. I mean, do you want to doubt that? You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. I just want to re-emphasize that, you know, there is something beyond our physical. And as much as we all have been able to gather here, we are not, we know that there is something that we are here to look for. And we want to look for it and we want to find it and make sure we are in. We are all here because we all know who God is. We are all here because we all want to make it to heaven. That is the ultimate, right? And how do we do that? We cannot just live anyhow. We have to have the good deeds. You know, sometimes we have habits that we practice, but then it, we still have a responsibility. We still have a responsibility to, um, to live the way Christ wants us to live. It is not easy. It is not easy, but we cannot just be there and say we are not doing anything about it. And then when the time comes, our linen will be dirty. Okay? And always I say that it is by the grace of God and it is by the mercies of God that we are going to be found um, untainted. We are going to be found clean. So I said one time that, you know, we want to make that effort to do good good things and then God will also meet us somewhere so we're gonna talk about just a few um, good things that we have to do and um, and ponder about it throughout our lives and how it has affected us um, at school how these things how we do we go around these things at work how we go around these things you know as Christians we want to be starting out we want if, if if your manager is not a Christian and you are a Christian, your manager should know that you stand for this. Okay, that is what I'm talking about. Those are those are the deeds that we will found wanting if the Lord shows up today and we are not 
distinguished among our peers who are not Christians, who are unbelievers, then it's going to be a waste of time coming here. Okay? So, like I said, the devil is trying so hard. The devil is using all kinds of things. And these things have been in place. And so, now they are doing anything. And if we don't, um, and if we, we are not careful, we will fall for what they are doing. What is wrong is what is on the media now, and we might fall for it. And we might fall into it and get moved into it. And that is not what the Lord wants, okay? Um, the first thing that I wanted to talk about was um, loving God with all our hearts, okay? Loving God with all our hearts. Um, the Bible says in um, Romans 5, 8, it says that, but God showed his great love for us whilst we were yet sinners, okay? So to love is not just to say with our mouths that, um, we love God. You know, the Bible is telling us that if we love God and we say that we love God, we have to also show with our attitudes, we have to show with our deeds that, of course, the God that we are talking about, the God that we are saying we love is what, whatever we are saying is true, okay? And that involves obeying God and doing His will. When we say we love God, it involves, we cannot just sit here and say we love God. So if I say that I'm, I love God, I want to be able to make sure that I'm obeying God's will and doing everything that God's word says that I should, you know. And that includes a, a few of the things that I am going to talk about. Um, his will is to live like Christ, okay? And before because he loved us, we, we say we love him back. Of course, everybody here will say, oh, we all love God. But the way we live, is it showing that we love God? Are we showing up on time? Showing God that we love him by showing up on time to church? Are we showing God that we love him by loving our neighbors? Are we showing God that we love him by um, loving our parents, loving our siblings? Are we doing that? You know, we cannot just live anyhow. We cannot just say we love God and live anyhow. Christianity is our everyday life, okay? It's our everyday life and how we, re we relate to others. I know sometimes it's not easy because we have other things. If we have to talk about a topic, we can talk about it for the whole year and not get done, you know? But, but Christianity is our way of living. You know, we say we love God and um, is our actions showing that we really love God. So God doesn't really mind bother about saying it with our mouth. He 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 actually looks at our our motives. God knows it, that if we say we love him, our what however we are doing stuff will show him because he knows. So we cannot mock at God. We cannot just say with our our um our mouth and and then behave anyhow okay so also how we relate to each other i told is very important because if we say we love god then god expects us to know how to relate to each other okay sometimes we go up god but then we always always want to return to where i mean make sure we are correcting things 
okay? Loving one another as well and loving God is to obey God, okay? And we are going to talk about, I'm going to talk about just a few things. I mean, it's very simple uh, how we've been living our lives already, but I want to, I want to re-emphasize that are we really doing it? Uh, is God going to find us in our white linen when he, he, he sees us? And this white linen is about good deeds, doing good, our good deeds, especially when we are in our closet, okay? And then I'll talk about it when you're doing the right things, uh, what can happen to you when you're doing the right thing that God wants you to do, okay? So we want to, uh, so if we say we love God, we will be doing things with meaning, we will be doing things with meaning. He sees our motivation. He sees our serve, the way we serve. He sees when we are worshiping him, he, he sees it. How, I mean, the way we do it. We cannot just do it anyhow, okay, etc. It, it shows everything. He knows everything. So if we say we love God, we want to make sure that everything that shows that we are obeying God and every, uh, 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 obeying God is in place. We cannot just say we love God and not obey what he is telling us to do, okay? So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a way of our life, changing our life. If we know we, we don't live like that, we want to change it. Because over here in Revelation, he's, he's telling us, he says that um, we, the, the bride is only permitted to wear fine, the finest white linen. And that's exactly what was talked to you about two weeks ago. And I'm surprised I found this message, I was, this verse. I was like, oh, wow. You know, so God is telling us something in these times, these hard times, when the devil actually has taken over and it seems like he's doing a lot, okay? So when you read the Bible, it tells us that what is holding the final day, what is hoping the day, the big day is what? It's, just, it's the Christians that are praying. Something is holding them, the church. You know, he can show up anytime. He can show up now. Are we prepared? No. So we want to place ourselves in a place where we will be prepared for him when he comes. Other than that, our coming here in and out will be a waste of time. And why would that be? Okay. Why would that be? Let me put this in here. You know, um, I was asking my kids about if they knew, because they, they, they were, let me tell you this story, they were talking to me about how I believe this on the media, you know, um, what we call it, um, propagandas, you know, that people, you know, so I just don't believe things, you know, so I just know that there are some things that I see in the Bible that actually collates with whatever some people are talking about, okay? And I just don't believe it. I just um, know that, you know, these things are being said in the Bible. So I, I really need to research into it more. And um, these, um, what we call it, propagandists or whatever they call it, uh, it's in the Bible, okay? When you read, let me read this to you before we move on to our good deeds. Yeah. So the devil has been planning in secrecy a long time ago, even before we were born. He still continues to do it. He's now taking control by almost everything, everywhere. When you go to a place 
especially even in our your workplace, you have a lot of people, their minds are the same. But you know, you are so different because what they are saying is on the other side and you know because of the Bible that you are reading that this is not how it's supposed to be, okay? So it's not a joke that we are seeing all those things on me, social media. The devil is doing all those things. Yeah, they have an open show. You know, I see a lot of the things. Some people even make placards and they show it in um in rallies and they are like, well, we'll be we'll be jumping up and down in hell and all of that. They are so open up and they are doing a whole lot of things. They are happy. You know why? Because the Bible has said it that it will be that it will happen. We will have false prophets, and they are here today. We have false prophets. You know, I mean that is a whole lot different topic. I just wanted to make sure that you guys understand that um, it is your responsibility to go into your Bible and find out with whatever is going on, with whatever is going on these days, because everything is in the Bible. Everything is in the Bible. Everything that is going on. People are talking like they are crazy about what the schemes of the devil is. But it is not. It is this a lot in the Bible. Okay? All these things, uh, uh, what we call technology stuff and all of that, it started a long time ago, but I'm not going to go there. We are not going there. We are talking about goodies now. But I want to read this in, from the Bible. And I want you to go back into your own Bible and read it. You know, everything that is happening in Israel is being said in the Bible. And it, these things are no joke. They are no joke. It is, you know, it, we pray that we understand these things because they are spiritual stuff. But we, we have to ask God for our discernment. Okay? We have to ask God for discernment. So I'm just going to read a little bit before we I go on to um, the good deeds that... Uh, I am here to talk about today. So I'm reading um, Second uh, Second Thessalonians. Okay, I'm just reading a short uh, Second Thessalonians two, uh, verse verse. Okay, verse six, verse verse five. Let me read verse five to uh, maybe eight. It says that don't you remember that I told you this when I was with you, and you know what is holding him back. For he can be revealed only when his time comes. We're talking about the second coming, okay? For this lawlessness, this lawlessness that is in this world, lawlessness, it has never happened before. This lawlessness is already at work. Secretly, I have read this here, secretly, the devil doesn't do his thing. He's not going to come to you and tell you, hey, um, you, you, uh, uh, this is good. You know, they come in their sheep clothing. They come as sheep. In Revelation, when you read there, you realize that it says that, um, what was it? Revelation, um, I'm sorry, but um, Revelation, I forgot about it, but I'll, I'll find it before. It says that he saw, he saw the lamb, and the lamb spoke like a dragon, okay? The lamb spoke like a dragon. So the devil comes in a sheep clothing. They come as men of God. They come as um, false prophets. Okay, the, the Bible talks about it. So it says that the man, the man, then the man of lawlessness is already at work secretly. That's what the Bible is saying, not me. 
and it will remain secret until the one who is holding it back steps out of the way. Okay? Then the man of lawlessness will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will consume with the bread of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his camel. Okay? The reason why I, I brought this into it is because I want you to know that all these, these things are in the Bible. It is not your mother's responsibility. It is not anybody's responsibility. It is our responsibility to go into the Bible and ask God for discernment and ask God for understanding as to what is going on in this modern world. Okay? What is going on in this modern world? How does it relate to the Bible? Okay? Today, I'm just going to talk about um, the, the good things, living as a Christian. Uh, we talked about, I just, I talked about loving God. If you know you love God, you want to do his deeds. You want to obey his word, okay? But why I'm bringing this in to this is because we, so that we know the importance, the importance that the devil is so much at work. The devil is so much at work. So we want to make sure that if this is what God requires us to do, we are going to put in a lot more effort to make sure that by the time he gets here, he gets to us by his own mercies, you know, we will be in white clothing, white linen. We will be in there. And these are the things, living as a Christian, these are the little, little things that we can do. Little by little, God will help us get there. Okay? So, one um, one of the things that I was also going to talk about was living in purity. Okay, I talked about loving God. Loving God it means that you want to love your you want to love yourself yourself to love your neighbors and um, also if you love God you want to obey God. Somewhere living in purity it means that it means the pureness in relationship in our speech. Pureness in relationship, pureness in our speech. If I go behind there and I talk and I talk any differently, that is not living in purity because it's different, right? So we want to make sure pureness in our speech and pureness in our, um, in our actions, the way we act, our actions, okay? And, and then our motives as well, okay? Our motives as well. In Philippians 4, 8, Philippians 4, 8, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Okay? So, we have to live in purity. Okay? So, we cannot do things in secret and then come out. You know, God knows it our motives. God knows our So we have to live in purity. It has to be part of us. We have to pray to God that, hey, um, especially with us, uh, what goes on is, you know, when, when we know somebody is doing something bad, uh, what comes out from our mouth is really not pure about the person. But we want to learn to do that in a positive way, even though the, what the person is doing is really not good. Okay. So this is what the Bible is saying, that we should live in purity. Okay, that is one. Living in purity involves a lot. It does not only talk about sex or uh, 
impure relationship, but it talks about our motives, our speech, and our actions. Okay, so these are things that we can look at and um, try. If we are not living like that, we want we want God to help us. You know, we want God to help. And also, it talks about patience. Okay, my third one, first one is loving God. Living in purity is the second one, and then patience. Arbitrary, right? Patience is, is, is a big one because um, if we don't have the patience, um, we're going to be in a mess. Okay? That is not how God works. In today's fast-paced drive-through world, patience is the key. And the rest of the world may be on the run. But the word of God has called us to be patient amongst all things. Trust me, it is not easy when someone is intentionally stepping on your toes. And like I told you, the devil has, can get into big schemes that if you don't take care, you will lose your patience. Okay? This may not be the easiest task, but always the right thing to choose. Having patience. You, let, let's say, for example, someone goes on social media to insult you or um, give a false representation about you, what are you going to do? You might hit back, but the Bible is saying that we want to have the patience and know how to deal with these things because we want to differentiate ourselves, the way we react and from the way an unbeliever will react. You know, patience is good. We have we want to have patience. Trust me. Even if you want to do a confrontation, we want to know how to do it because the Bible gives us that wisdom. Okay, I think my time is really sparse, man, but I'm gonna run through quickly so that we can go. And um, and when I talk about patience, I'm gonna read that from Galatians five twenty two. It says, "But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives." Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and what? And goodness and faithfulness, okay? And then I also want to talk about sacrifice. So if we say we are Christians, we want to sacrifice, okay? Sacrifice that Christ made on the, on the cross was immeasurable. And as Christians, we want to return that favor. We cannot just say, oh, we want to sit here. You know, we want to, we want to do some things that makes God realize that, hey, this kid or this woman is sacrificing for me. You go, you know, sometimes it's not easy. It's not easy for Kevin or Uncle Albert or um, Patricia or anybody to. It's not, but it takes sacrificial work, okay? And wherever level you find yourself in school, whatever age, you want to sacrifice, okay? You want to, it's a quality of the uh, Christians are expected to have a quality of sacrifice. That's a reflection of Christ, okay? A reflection of Christ, you know. So, and then selflessness. I'm going through this fast because I see my time is fast. Then we do not only give because of what we will receive. Selflessness, because we have to have an attitude that puts others before us. God wants us to serve others, okay? God wants us to serve others. We cannot be selfish, okay? So. Even in the word of God, God tells us that um, when we do it for others, that's when we also get our blessings, right? 
you know. So selflessness. He said, do not look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. That is Philippians 2.4. That is exactly what is there. I have not changed anything. Exactly what is there. He said, do not look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others. And then um, I also wanted to talk about commitment. Um, we want to, commitment is a key. God sees our commitments. As Christians, when we say that we do something, we should be committed to it. In the ways of Christ, we must show the world we can be trusted. We must show the world that we can be trusted. And, and that our word will not be broken. Okay? So commitment is very important. If I cannot say one thing one here and say one thing on the other side. Or let's say if I am supposed to be doing something and I cannot do it. I feel stressed. I cannot do it. I want to be truthful about it. I want to be truthful about it. I want to say that, oh, you know what? Today, I have this, that, that, that. You, you know what? Whatever we are doing is not between man and man. It's between God and us. So whatever we do, our commitment should be you coming on this platform on time. It's between you and God, okay? So we want to try and do things the way uh, God wants us to do it. Uh, when I think God should help us so that we know that everything that we do is between God and us and not God and other people, you know. So Matthew 5, 37, it says, just say a simple yes. This is a Bible verse. It says, it's Matthew 5, 37, it says, just say a simple yes. I will or no, I won't. This is Bible verse, not something coming from me. Anything beyond this is from the evil one, period. You either say yes or no. There is only one truth, and the truth shall start, set us free. You know, there are, like I told you, there are other things that we can talk about. The truth shall set you free. It's to say yes or no for a Christian. Okay? You stand on your feet because the Bible says so. You don't go dilly-dally, okay? So commitment, it says that just say simple yes. If it's a no, you want to say it's a no. If someone is doing something wrong because of the favor that you're going to get from the person, you don't go around and talk differently. You tell the truth. And if you have not seen the truth yourself with your own eyes, you don't want to say anything because that is not wisdom. Okay, that is not wisdom. So you want to tell the truth. You want to say your yes should become your yes as Christians. Okay. Um, and then we also have to respect each other or respect authority. We may come across people with different views as Christians. So Christians, I think we, we come out as obnoxious. We think that we, we are the ones that people are supposed to listen to because we know the Bible. The Bible says this. But this doesn't mean we can't be respectful in our actions of all disagreements. Okay? We want to know. We have people. The Bible tells us. The Bible tells us in um, 1 Peter 2.17. It says that respect everyone and love the family of believers. Fear God and respect the king. Okay? You see people talking badly about other people like talking bad about Trump or something. As a Christian, you are not at that level. Okay? You can say the truth about Trump. You can say something about him. But you cannot go low. 
you have to respect authority. You have to respect anybody that comes into, you know, we can disagree. And some Christians think that they know or they are in a better position than Muslims or they are in a better position than uh, other religions. So say, today's media shows even Christians insulting others. There is nothing in this world called disrespectful Christians. We only have respectful Christians. We cannot be disrespectful as Christians. That does not show us. So we ask God to help us, okay? We ask God to help us. We see Christians on, on social media. I will never do that because uh, the Bible says that blah, blah, blah. That's somebody. We have to have a way, a good way of going about these things, okay? Um, we have to have a good way of going about these things. So respect, respect for God, respect for our police, respect for other, other people, respect for unbelievers, respect for our own believers. In between us, we have to respect each other. God help us so that we know how to, how to go about, how to live our lives, okay? We have been living our lives anyhow, and we want to pray to God for this, his message to help us so we know how to go around things like this. If you see something on social media that um, other Christians are doing, it doesn't mean that you can do it because you're different. You're different. You cannot go out there and insult other people um, because you think you know your Bible, you think the Bible says so, so the person is not, no. So um, that is one thing. So I have talked about several things, you know, uh, today, and I hope that you guys got something from it. I talked about the love of God, that um, loving God is means that obeying his work, his will, and he looks into our hearts. He knows what it is. We cannot pretend to God. Living in purity means a whole lot. Um, you know, and um, having patience. You know, we got to have the patience. Trust me. People will challenge you. People will try you. But we always want to pray for patience in all those situations because, I mean, all the devil wants to do is to disgrace us. If you don't show patience, especially in your workplace, and uh, every every time they they hit you, and that is the devil hitting you. You know they come in different kind of ways, and you want to notice them. You want to discern, okay? So have patience. We have to have patience. Other than that, they will they will brand us as, and they will be like, oh, what kind of Christian is that? You know, they will have the energy and all of that. And I know sometimes it's not easy. Um, sacrificing selflessness and commitment. Okay, and also respect. I talked about that. And um, if the last thing I want to say is that when we want to go that route, all these things that we talked about, these are just a little bit of uh, Christian living, right? Just a little bit of it. And um, we start from somewhere and God helps us through it. Okay. Um, if you want to go that route, if we want to go that route, the devil is going to come back and hit us really hard. And we want to know how to counteract it. Okay? We want to know how to counteract it. It will mean a lot of challenges. It will mean a whole lot. And we want to pray to God for his wisdom to deal with these things. Especially when you really make up your mind, make up your heart to go by the truth. You stand alone. They will hit you hard. But when the, I told you the truth is only one, we only have one truth. 
And when you speak the truth, you want to stand on your feet because it is what God wants. Okay. Um, saying that there are certain things that you don't even want to make open your mouth and say, you know, that is wisdom. Even if you know it's the truth, I want to re-emphasize, even if you know it's the truth, there are certain things as a Christian you don't want to get there. You don't want to say anything because it might bring controversies, even though it's the truth. There are certain situations. But in all these things, we want to pray for God's wisdom so that we would know how to deal with these things. And sometimes you want to, you pray and God will give you the direction, okay? Um, and uh, trust me, some of these might be physical, spiritual attacks, uh, but with all that, we are able to handle it because we ask for, the, uh, for God to back us. We ask for God's wisdom and we ask for his help in all of these. And trust me, God will take care when you want to stand apart and be truthful, when you want to stand apart and live like Christ, God will be there to save you. God will be there when they hit really hard. Trust me, the devil will hit you hard when you you really stand out, when you want to live with like Christ lived. You're going to be hit from here and there. It's not going to be easy, but we want to ask for God's wisdom. Um, so I will just end here. I hope that we have learned a lot today. I mean, we have learned something little. Um, and I want to tell you, uh, I don't know if this is a coincidence. This is what Olivia talked about two weeks ago. I knew I had it. But how I got this, um, because I wanted to talk about how we live, you know, how we live as Christians, good deeds, what do we do? And how I got this um, uh, verse from Revelation. Revelation 19, 7 and 8, I want you to read it. And then I also want you to read what Olivia talked about last two weeks. That was Matthew 22. And let's see. I mean, I did. I really didn't <laughs> know that I was going to bring this verse today. Okay. And so um, we know that the Spirit of God is working. This is not ordinary. Our meeting here is not ordinary. We want to make sure that um, we get the, the maximum Thing that uh, maximum help or maximum whatever we're getting here that um, whenever we come here. So um, shall we bow down our heads in prayer as I end this message and I know that God will help all of us. Shall we pray? Our Father in heaven, uh, we thank you for a meeting like this. Um, we thank you for your word. Um, you have set up the pace for us to help our white linen on. We are only allowed with our white linen. And we pray for the grace. We pray that you will help us through our lives. It has been, it's been it's a challenge in this world. But Father, with you on our side, we know we are conquerors. We know that you'll be with us in every moment that we decide to stand with you that we decide to tell the truth, that we decide to live a life of purity, that we decide to, 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 to go by your word. We thank you for your word today. We ask that you move before us and move behind us in time. That any attacks of the devil that comes around us, that comes against us, Daddy, Father, we come against that the blood of Jesus. We know that you've made us victorious in all our situations, in all our issues. And that you've given us the wisdom. You give us the wisdom to deal with every situation that comes our way. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.